0: What's the big idea?
1: I think we should start recording. I mean, I'm recording, but I think we should stop this. Okay, <laughs> sure. I don't think people want to hear this. Do you? Probably not. I don't think so. Um, okay. So obscure. Well, we are uh, back with another
2: episode. Uh, A volleyballogy. My name is Zuby. And uh, my name is Eric. I I want to say I'm Eric, but that apparently we're not allowed to do that. Shut up. You're ruining the choice. Right, right, (laughs) right. A meech.
1: What's with that? Just keep it the same. People want the same.
2: Why? Why can't we be unique? Huh?
1: Because we're not unique. We're nothing special. We're a podcast. Why aren't
2: you wearing your hat today, huh? Oh, That's because remember, remember
1: you remember all the people who wrote in who wanted to see mm, my hair. Mm, mm. So, right, I don't want to disappoint the people. I don't want to disappoint our fan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he or she
1: won't mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, this week uh, we are talking about uh, this. Actually, came back as the number one issue uh, in volleyball, youth volleyball today. Sent out a couple of polls on the Facebook and I uh, came back as the number one issue. The crazy cost of club volleyball. Yes. It's yes. escalating mm-hmm. out of control and people don't know why. And I think more troubling than the, the escalation is probably the variance, right? Like why the range within the same yeah. province or state? Yeah. That's a big issue. So... Uh, yeah, high cost of uh, club volleyball seemed to be one of the mo- ma- major concerns, obviously leading to accessibility issues for for kids. If you ran that families.
2: poll four years ago, do you think you'd get the same result?
1: I don't know. That's a good question.
2: Uh, four years ago, probably. What do you think the the average cost less was four years ago? Like, um, it, I'm, I'm assuming it increases a little bit every year, right? Yeah.
1: Sometimes, it's funny, you know. There's a couple clubs in our area—not to make it too regional—but there are a couple clubs in our area I know that have never raised their rates over like five, six years, mm-hmm. huh. and uh, and they charge a very low rate, uh, about seven hundred fifty bucks, and um, they've kept that consistent.
2: Well, what does that tell you then? That tells you that the organizer is not concerned about the profit, because I'm assuming a director is always going to have. There's always going to be some surplus of money, which they would probably absorb which they're almost due in a way yeah for the work they do yep right so if they're getting if they're not really concerned with the total number say that one year they get eight thousand dollars for doing it and the next year they get seventy they're probably not concerned concerned right and then all of the extra costs they would come up through as the season goes on if you want to do an extra tournament it's not the club fee it's the hotel and the food yeah. and the gas right the only thing is that you the, already got your jerseys and your bags and everything the coach yeah. is already on board it's mm-hmm. just a matter of hey do we want to go to this tournament do we want to pay for it and then if you do then you just have to pay for it in that moment right so the club fee is one thing and then how much do you actually end up spending the whole year
1: yeah I mean there's so that's the thing too is that some of these more expensive clubs that, that we've been a part of or that other people have been a part of the, the extra tournaments are on top of that that's the only well, that's,
0: real thing that should have an extra cost just being you know if if the other than use the the cost at the beginning of the year Mm -hmm. um it really should only be you know like eric said you know hey do you want to go to this tournament or if if the if the cost at the beginning of the year is different then it should be reflected by an additional tournament Mm -hmm. yeah uh, yeah yeah
1: that that's the thing is that i don't think we're seeing i mean you do see yes of course i think teams that charge more are doing a few more tournaments, or a tournament or two more. But the problem, I think, that's... Well, first of all, let's look at some numbers. So we, we did some digging, right? So in the U.S., the average club cost uh, shows up as roughly about 3200 bucks U.S. And that's a wide range. Uh, some of them were like, you know, there was even $12,000 clubs, and yeah. um, those are private clubs where you're paying coaches a lot. Mm-hmm. My issue is that I think there's a lot of clubs that are uh, charging people an arm and a leg, and the coaching is no different than the club that's charging a fraction of that, mm-hmm. and they're you know within the same state the range is crazy the difference between the clubs um yeah so I think like there's a bunch of issues here I think that that um i think I think the central issue is I don't know why parents don't well I think I know why, but they don't tend to demand uh accounting from the club mm-hmm. right um, because they're so concerned about their kid making the team or not rocking the boat but I wish parents would think of this more of like a, a condo board right we talked yeah. about that a little bit where mm-hmm. like why why isn't there a parent rep or an organization or group of parents who are on a committee for the club just to see financial breakdown because, I mean, again, if you're not for profit, like most clubs are not for profit. And of yeah. course, people are getting salaries in the board and they deserve salaries because they're doing a lot of work. I know that as an organizer myself.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, well, what, what does the club fee? Because I don't even know what it includes. Like, does it include yeah. provincial fees? Like the, the the hotel is already included? No, no. So, like, So, I don't so, know. Cl- so club it- fees
1: typically cover. So, typically you get, you know, the minimum amount of tournaments included in that and you get your coaches.
2: So just tournament clothing, fee. Tournament registration clothing fee. Clothing and, uh, you know, bags, stuff like that. Yeah, so tournament registration fee, mm. uh, clothing, bag. Um, then what, a little bit for your coach? Like the coach maybe gets, yep. f- I'm assuming, the co- <laughs> hopefully the coach gets like five, ten thousand dollars 10000 for the season. Oh, no way. Not even? No way. Co-
1: coaches would just get maybe their expenses covered.
2: Okay, okay. So they could cover like, their gas, yeah, hotel, hotel,
1: gas, yeah. But they're not going to make more than that.
2: So that's just mm-hmm. it. Tournament registration or registration to the league that you're in, right? I guess you have to officially register as a team. Or maybe you have to register for you because you don't have to play in all the tournaments. So you can pick which ones, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then your gear and then coach compensation. So that's it?
1: Yeah. So like in our area, just to give you. So 750 is one rate that we're paying that you could pay in a club in our area. And that club will give you about uh, four or five tournaments all year. All your practice time, two practices a week, coaches. Oh, yeah, gym, gym. And and you're gy- but the gym is nothing. See, that's the thing, too. Like, as an organizer, like, the club costs. So if you're a not-for-profit, renting gym time is almost free. I'm not going to say free, but it's almost only, free.
2: Only from school boards, though.
1: From any, yes, from school if boards. If it's a private yes. facility, and, they can choose yeah, their but, own. Yeah, but the rates don't change. That's the other funky thing. So if there's a year like COVID... Where the club was paying, you know, uh, more expensive for private facilities, the rate was roughly the same. And then they go back next year; all the schools are open, and the rate's the same. So it's kind Wait, of it's kind what? of suspicious. What? What do you mean? The gym rental. So, like the the rate for the players to play club oh, in I a year where saying. there's no public facilities available, very cheap, and they have to go more expensive facility, facilities. The rates were very the rates were the same for club. Right. There's right, no change. Right. right. So that's interesting because that means that where's Where, all that extra yeah. money going in those years. So yeah. I, I think the key is that, so one, clubs work very hard and they have a lot of organization, but they have a lot of people working in them too. It's not like one person doing a whole bunch of yeah. work. So uh, the question is, why aren't more clubs? And this is sort of a solution that we're throwing out right now. And I think more parents should start to demand this. Mm-hmm. You know, you are the paying customer. You don't want to be that parent, like think. A paying customer when it comes to playing time and all that but when it comes to finances because there's two things at work you want to know where your money's going like you know if the director assistant director that maybe a committee of four or five people at the top are pocketing thousands and thousands of dollars uh, in a not for profit venture that's not
0: ideal either these are the type of things to do if you're the type of parent where you know Money, if money is growing on, on trees for you uh, and you don't care, then you don't have to do anything. But if yeah. you want to find out, this is the reason we're bringing this forward, is that there's particular costs and sometimes maybe there's costs that don't have to be there and you should be investigating to see where your kids dollars are going
1: and even if you are a parent who has a lot of money and and, you know money's no object it's still nice to know that you're not being duped Mm -hmm. um because i I think that it's it's a bigger issue it's not even necessarily maybe about if you have the money or not i think Mm -hmm. i think the bigger issue for me is accessibility for kids because Mm -hmm. you know you got these club teams that are charging a fortune and i know for a fact i've seen like you know seen and heard of parents who don't play because they can't afford it Mm-hmm. and that kid might be you don't know, know who they'll be one day or they you know may, that could be their way in life like that could be the thing that gets them through right mm-hmm. So we just want to make sure I, I don't know why more clubs personally aren't more transparent in their costs mm-hmm. um, I've you know in fairness some of the expensive clubs that we've dealt with locally at the end of the year I'll be honest, we got a check back oh really yeah oh. yeah which was very rare I think but this is a very good club they charge a lot. Um, and it was you know times where j- facilities were expensive, and at the end of the year they gave people. back That's awesome. Yeah, it's very awesome.
2: That's going to boost the chances you go back. Yeah, right. It, it was a good club
1: if for the sure. coaching was good. Mo- <laughs> yeah, most. That's, that's honest. Yeah,
2: that's most clubs have a treasurer, right? Or it's oh, yes, the director for and sure. treasurer the same. For sure. No, Nope. They have it's the treasurer. So you have, yeah, you yeah, have a treasurer.
1: I just think that it would be very good for clubs to start sharing this info before, because I'm just telling them, and, and hopefully this is a warning for clubs, it's coming. People are starting to wonder. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all over social media. So if you're a club director or a club coach listening to this, start treating this almost like a condo board where your parents are condo owners and they want to see that report of where the money's going. I think that's a huge thing that needs to be done because...
2: And the, the treasurer has that information, right? It's not like they're just taking money in. They, they get, should. They get to see what's going out as yeah. well, right? Yeah. So
1: And to avoid the issue of looking like your treasurer and your directors are on the take, yeah. start publishing the numbers. Because yeah. I'll be honest with you. Like, I think what's, what adds to this sort of image of, um, I don't know, f- f- fishiness, I guess, is that a lot of club directors stay club directors for very, very long times. Which is you know, and they don't right. leave,
2: they don't leave the position, which gets into my net. Well, a question I, I had is, um, you know, if, if they're, if, if such a, uh, parent, um, financial board exists or whatever, a, how does it, who initiates it? Because the thing is most parents who take a role in the club, it's because they have a kid on a team, right? So if they're in a club that most they will be, they'll be in that club for what, f- up to six years at most, or I guess longer. So,
1: Usually, they hop around anyway, though. Like, yeah. They, they, that, you're right. That's what you're that's getting it, at, right? right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Why, what's there going to be their incentive to say that kid changes clubs? They're not going to remain, uh, you know, they're, they're going to be the leader of this financial board. But then their kid changes clubs, and they're like, all right, we'll I'll see you later. So, then that's why the ball keeps getting dropped, and it's too hard. It's, it, caught, it takes a lot of energy to pick it up again and then carry on. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and there's
1: definitely a power dynamic, too. Like, the, the parent is terrified of the club. Right, So that's why the, the club has all the power here because yeah. no parent will like to say, I'd like to see your financial breakdown. And then, you know, oh, well, your kid just didn't make the team, right? Like, that's sort of <laughs> oh, where that right. would end up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just saying it would be nice if clubs were to be proactive in this. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that would take the... Yeah, take and, and I mean, yeah. if there's nothing to hide, then there's nothing to hide. So do it. And, you know, the problem, I guess, maybe they, they're worried about is like, does anybody ever feel like... Everybody feels like everybody's overpaid. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, so let's suppose the club director gets twenty grand. Okay. Everybody people would go crazy over like what amount is right. Yeah. You publish publish any salaries and the public gets outraged. So maybe I don't know. But is it a good idea then? Should they do it or no?
2: Yeah, good point. If you know if you know the director's uh salary. Um well what if what if you just uh, i guess it, uh, you'll always end up coming to coming to what is left which will be which would be be mm-hmm. assumed to be the salary because if you can at least be like hey like this is what we paid this is how much you know like those things we went over gym rental fee league registration tournaments clothing gear and all that stuff um at least if you can go over that and then see without directly saying this is what's left over therefore this is the salary but Mm-hmm. You're, I guess all roads lead to that, right? So, I mean, any time that you find that it's justifiable,
0: then, then uh, that it would be to the to the director and to the parent to say, okay, um, what do you think is is reasonable considering I'm doing all this, considering mm-hmm. these are my costs, considering
2: these are right what and it w- costs to do. That's what, sport. yeah, that's what I would think. But what Zuby's getting at is like, it's always, there's always going to be a group of people that are going to be like, oh, that's too much. But and I think what, what me just saying is that that's how I would, if I was in that situation, that's all I could do. Be like, hey, mm-hmm. like I'm actually putting all this time in. You know, the volleyball season's very long, it's, it's difficult. Or, and if you have like, I don't know, 12 teams, like that's pretty, that's pretty crazy. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I think uh, I guess a level of if, if you are a director of assertiveness, I suppose, like v- put a, put an idea of what your time is worth to yourself. Like if my time, like cause assuming they're working a job and they're a parent or something, they have a kid on a team. Now they're going out of their own way to direct. So it's like, what is their time worth? Fifty dollars an hour? One hundred dollars an hour?
1: Yeah, it depends on who they are. Yeah. So
2: if it's uh, someone with a demanding schedule, it'll yeah their time is more valuable like a hundred fifty or a hundred dollars an hour is not a unreasonable amount right and then they total up all that all those hours by the end of the year or after ten months and that could easily look like ten grand right what Would was your you, what
1: was your per hour rate Mitch? when you were in you were in college you used to charge by the hour didn't you
0: Wait. Mm, no, oh. <laughs> I right? I did
1: I did it for the love of the game. <laughs> oh, Love the, yeah? the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, right. that's all I, I think Meach missed the joke. Yeah. <laughs> I was making a joke about prostitution. But. Anyway, um Actually, Meach he, he didn't charge. No, Meach yeah, Meach paid uh Meech paid that. Oh, no that's, <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, wrong show. That's the other podcast. <laughs> um No, I think yeah, I think Meach is on the right track that if it's You just gotta lay it out there and say this is what it's worth and um which is also
2: part of what you're saying if a club initiates this first Mm -hmm. that's gonna that'll i think fix that issue yes i agree too unless
1: the question gets in this is sort of the other question is why haven't they and that's because i think uh it's all over the board right right now there's no regulation on what a club director should make yeah and the problem is you know some club director has a sweet deal where they're charging a fortune mm-hmm. and they're pocketing a salary mm-hmm. and that's why they stick there for 40 years or 30 years or whatever and they never leave it until they retire
2: there there has to way, there has to be a way to do this you know respectfully tastefully and and with with contractual stipulations that if if X if if so much money comes in that's beyond the, this reasonable amount of a salary it'll just be returned to each team or even individual checks yeah, and I, right? think,
1: like, I think maybe the club hierarchy, if it's done right, then it probably has some checks in it. Other people rotating in as treasurer, as you yeah, know, parent yeah, rep, yeah. Um, then, it, 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 but it just—I think it should be more public, though. I think that's because there are so many parents that come to clubs who just have no idea of the hierarchy, no idea who runs it, no idea who's in it. Yeah, uh, it would be great. I think if clubs could start as a practice, giving out here's the expenses for the year and even all the way up to club director salary i mean just be transparent right and that's who you who and and who you have matters right like because right now there there is something where like parents are paying a crap ton of money Mm -hmm. and you could pay uh double the price triple the price or like you know that base price that's weird no no but you get and you get the same or better coaching like the coaching is like really the uh, to me i think that's what's missing is like here's why you're paying more. It's for these coaches. And that's why, you know, the private club thing has become more of a thing. And yeah. it kind of sucks because it means that the the wealthy parents can afford the better coaches. But, you know, you're getting to the point anywhere where there's like clubs that are charging 3,500 bucks and the coaching is mm-hmm. nowhere better than the $750,000 club or whatever. You know what I mean? So um, that's what I think parents need to start paying attention to is... Like again, some clubs do a good job of writing up who their coaches are, but ninety nine, ninety percent of those coaching bios Mm -hmm. are like inflated and fake. Like there's a lot of bad coaches that have great looking resumes. Yeah, that you know.
0: And I feel that the only thing that you can really show um, that has any resume value is is the coach. Like Mm. in terms of it being a director, yeah, they can have this experience, but. It's all about how many wins has the coach had? Um, what kind of experience have they had? What kind of levels has the coach gone to? So um, yeah, I wouldn't
1: say wins because, I mean, that could just be like, you know, mm-hmm. if I go coach downtown in a big city, oh, so I'm gonna have, I might have a ton me. of wins. No, I might have a yeah. ton of wins because I can just cut the, you know, yeah. I might not know what I'm looking at. Right. Um, and remember, the best mm-hmm. coaches sometimes take on the worst players, right? Mm-hmm. And they try to develop them. But, yeah. uh, but I know what you mean. Uh, where they've played, I think, mm-hmm. is a huge one. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, their mindset in terms of, like, I, I when we talked about this in the good coach, bad coach, we don't want the coach that, you know it's just chasing wins because that means that they're gonna bench mm-hmm. the kids that need to develop and they'll, they're worried about themselves not worried about the kids but um i i just think that uh if you're gonna charge a lot for a club then you better have your coaching together and that's my biggest gripe as a parent over the past few years is that and uh, and as a former coach and player that you know you you pay an arm and a leg for some of these clubs and then you show up and there's n- like no knowledge of the game uh and you're paying more than you would have in a in a club where the coach might have been better, and it was less money or whatever.
2: That'd be pretty rough, though. Like if you actually end up, I think you know when we were pulling up those numbers there, we saw some some people paid twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, like definitely private. Club. I would, yeah, definitely private club. But I would think in that situation, like, well, I don't know who would sign their kid up and pay that without seeing this coach, without. Maybe being oh, aware of their previous season or their ability to coach.
1: I think in that situation, like if like you know, we don't we have some friends who are coaching high level private clubs in the states, and uh, guaranteed, like they just hire the best coaches. So they're they're, well, they're getting yeah pro player with the right attitude yeah. to coach kids, and then you don't have to worry about. It. And that's probably I mean you ask who goes there? I can see the parent with money who's so frustrated with the wrong mentality, yep. bad coaching or paying half that price, a third of that price and getting nothing for their kid.
2: And and what does that tell you? Because that is true in in other um commodities, so, yeah. like price goes up, quality should go up. Should go up, right? So it's almost a way because again, time is money. No one has parents don't really have a lot of time to go out and scout coaches mm-hmm. you know so in a way it's almost a way to just have blind faith that if i pay more i should get quality
1: yeah, yeah. and that's where like you know that's the whole debate of everything like oh i want good health care i'm gonna go pay for it i want good, <laughs> yeah. uh, the best yeah. school i'm just gonna throw my kid in the thirty thousand dollars
2: but you can still get duped in those situations there's still you can, yes. Dirt yes. bags. but i guess you have to be a smart consumer which is that's what everyone has to be now. Mm-hmm. How do you tell where the benchmark is, though? So? Right, right.
0: In terms of what, what a good coaches, um, like for a team, um, you know the whole organization. How do you compare where you know the top level one will be, or or whether the uh, the lower one will be? How do you benchmark yeah. it so that there is a price setting?
1: Well, again, so this goes into like the.
2: Or the best a, value, right? The, for what yeah, you're paying?
1: but there's only so many slots,
2: and there's so many kids, and it's a time crunch. So parents are, like, so parents will like. It's got to be a hectic time. Well,
1: again, remember we talked about this in like how to raise a volleyball player and good coach, bad coach. So, like, the parent doesn't know what they're looking at. Mm-hmm. So like I've seen, right. I've seen coaching bios in expensive clubs where I know the person and I know that they're not a good coach and I know they never played. But their bio says they played somewhere far away when they were mm. in there, you know, you know, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. But I knew that person 20 years ago, and they weren't a good player.
2: <laughs> so I, they, they
1: literally lie in the bio, like you know, and the club doesn't even know. Mm-hmm. But like the club thinks this person was a professional but, player but in but Eastern I, Europe.
2: <laughs> On, I, at tryouts, were they wearing a one-piece suit? Because <laughs> yes. then you know, yes. <laughs> like, here's my money, yeah, right? Like, super
1: tight. Yeah. Um, what's the uh, you know what's that material? Polyester zip up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking yeah, yeah. Eastern European. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah no, the uh, the the idea is that uh, <laughs> so the parent doesn't know what they're looking at. So they don't even know. They just read the bio and say, oh, a lot of coaching, um, you know, whatever. Oh, this championship, which is like, you know, not not a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> championship yeah. of the world. That's right. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, it's, it's limited because you, 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 even if you were to watch some of their games that they coached last season, it's just game tape. It's not practice tape so you yeah. don't know and i still like, i still think like, it
1: sounds snobby but i still think that you can't be a great great coach i mean sorry you can be a very good coach who me no any <laughs> no the royal you um you know a person could be a great a good coach but they can't be a great coach unless they play the high level because they don't know where it's going you, you like you know what I mean? Like you have to know.
2: We should we should do some research on that cause I'd like to see how well, I, again, ac- accurate. Because we we should be able to prove it, right? Well, well we, so we had yeah. we did in the first show. So the
1: the way we d- discussed this was like um, if you don't know what happens at the highest levels of volleyball and the speed of it. Yeah. Then you're more likely to teach a player to be in the wrong position. You
2: can't answer the question why yeah. when, I've seen this. Like yeah. so
1: I've seen this when I go into do a clinic with a team or with a coach and they've been teaching something consistently wrong and I can tell them why it won't work where the kids are going to the next level and they don't have a clue. Or they, they think like, you know, you would for instance, let's use the example of teeing up, right? So like teeing yeah. up on defense, men's volleyball, standard practice start at the T and you have to be at the T because if the middle gets the quick that's the only place they can crank it around a triple block in the middle and some coaches will teach players not to be there and uh, around like, a triple uh, yeah like if you have a if you have a you know the goal the reason why you're at the T is because in case your outside blockers can help in the middle and block the only place that middle player can crank that ball is right at the T's yeah, right? yeah. if they go anywhere else they're into the triple block
2: right you're just not gonna have a triple on a quick a lot of-
1: uh, it depends though If you If if you This is why Swing, swing blocking I mean We don't have to get into this yeah. a, but, but swing blocking yeah. Once swing blocking Became a thing more, more guys go up The ideal situation Is you get a triple block because right? if if you if they're not going to get a triple block in the middle, then it's not
2: going to be a very good triple block. The you're, the middle is going to be up, and the pins are going to be again reaching. again. It
1: depends on how good the middle is. So if the middle player is dominant, then you tell your defense we're focusing on the middle, right? And we can swing block out to to the, to yeah. the pins, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So in an ideal situation, this is why you pin blockers
2: up. will get some hands up, but it's yeah. there's going to be holes in for sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: But if you have a dominant yeah. middle, yeah. the ideal situation is that your team has to key in on the middle and that's why you're at the tees so i've seen coaches not teach getting to the tees and there's all sorts of problems with that because then you're like, you know, even foot on the line, right? So you can back up on an attack straight down the line or you can come off at an angle on a hard cross court hit. They just don't know that the T is like your reference point right yeah. to do everything you need. And the reason why you want your foot on the line is because the ball gets cranked so fast down the line at the highest levels. You're not going to have time to go, is it in or is it out? So you want yeah, your foot on the line because if it's outside your body at all, it's out. And it's the th- limits. Yeah, and coaches yeah. Th- who haven't played at that level or had that ball smashed at them don't know that, and there's no way they'll understand that. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's a good um, a good indicator of why a coach like, you know, if you want the best coach, then you better have had then the coach better have played somewhere significant, at least varsity, mm-hmm. at least varsity, and a beyond is even better, okay. but doesn't mean though that they're a good coach Remember, we established that you can be a great player and be an awful coach mm-hmm. uh, you can be a decent player and a very very good coach I don't think that you can be a elite coach without having played at a high level though mm-hmm. just just because I think that it you can't stand. Yeah, you, yeah. You don't yeah. know how fast. Well, remember, remember too. Like, well, so, so for instance, my daughters are still being told by at you know, eighteen u volleyball, they are getting some low level varsity players, still telling them to face the setter when they're receiving serve. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that player has not faced, you know, maybe they're a rookie or something, I don't know. But they haven't faced uh the problem. Like, they don't know how fast the ball can come at the player. Yeah. And I guess they don't watch tennis or baseball cuz tennis players don't do that. <laughs> they, yeah. don't, they don't stand where they want to hit the ball. Yeah. They and uh third base player, third baseman don't stand facing first. They <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a great example well that's it kind well stream, it's, yeah. it's kind of a fake it's not a great one because <laughs> they're not they're not hitting it to first there uh but the idea is that you're um you know players who don't know that uh every time soccer I see a coach rollies. saying that stuff, yeah, yeah soccer yeah you just get split hop in the direction where the ball's coming um so so the point is that um, I think that's where the theory like I've seen it enough now, like in club where i can instantly tell who's played and who hasn't played based on what they're telling the players yeah uh right away right like uh, you go your that coach has played because they know they're teaching exactly the highest level right Mm -hmm. because you can't unteach a player something that's the problem that like you know everybody thinks oh i'll coach them for the level they're at oh let's let them go underhand (laughs) serve all year let's (laughs) let and here's another reason why you know you know what else uh this is something i forgot to mention a good coach bad coach You can tell if a coach is a high level player because they don't think of certain skills as elite. Like yeah. my daughter yeah. is always right. told to not spin serve That skill is by this these normal people skill. who think, who's pe- all these people think that, no, 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 get, remember we said that thing that get the, get five serves over yeah. before you can get your, your spin serve. And I'm like, why, why are you elevating the spin serve to something? It's mm-hmm. just another serve. Some of us would mm-hmm. say that I'd rather get a spin serve at me than a yep. float serve, right? Many people do. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. yeah. so, um. That whole idea of they elevate these skills right to something that they think elite players do. the mm-hmm. The spin serve should be no different to you than a jump float, a standing float, uh, even an underhand for all that matter. Like the spin serve is just a, another tool, like we talked about, right? Um, and that's how that's another red flag. They yeah. elevate these things. They're like, oh, you're you know serving. Where we talked about mm-hmm. serving at eighty mm-hmm. percent, that's someone who's never played. Because they're elevating. Remember, my, the coach I told you guys was too afraid. They were afraid my daughter was serving it too close to the tape. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> That's like the ultimate goal. That is it could <laughs> miss. <laughs> <laughs> That's brutal. So like, But these people haven't played at a high level. So they've elevated it in their heads to something special. And I can't tell you how many times my daughter had... High level (laughs) volleyball Quote unquote High level volleyball camps Mm -hmm. And every club coach Everybody's like the only place she didn't get that message was at that university camp with those great players remember the coach was a high level player professional national team players yeah they never said that at all they yeah. said go for it
2: cuz they do not think about it everybody the else the base the base skill as, they don't see it they don't see it as special the base skill is the spin serve and all these things and everything else is just a step building up to it yeah but the non players yeah.
1: see all these things as elevated mm-hmm. so they always tell players oh don't do that as yeah. soon as you not elevate yet. In not your yet. Head, not yeah not yet yeah yeah, yeah.
2: built it up to this difficult they've built it up yes they
1: don't understand so that's where like just to bring it back to the topic like parents i I know you know we don't expect you to know what these bios are but there are some things that you know pro experience on a team that's named um you know a a bio or or a university or a a post-secondary school that's a good bio
2: well and there's a way you can check for consistency there consistency there is because if they're on a, a pro team they only would have been recruited if they had game tape from somewhere, assuming it's going to come from varsity. Right. So like, if it's like, I played pro, but they only have like one year of college or something, unless they're like a phenom who like, you know, yeah. Or they're old.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Like we see, our generation we have no no video evidence. Oh yeah, that, that's true. That's yeah, where yeah. some of the it's old frauds, And I know some of these old frauds, 40s and 50s. Yeah, because yeah, right, I, right. I never saw them anywhere. They didn't play anywhere. Right. And when they did, they were awful. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah.
1: And now I see them coaching and saying that they played on a national yeah. team in uh, far away. They've countries. just been <laughs> keeping that persona going, yeah. right? And then you go and like one. I, <laughs> one same of, same one piece. One of them said he was a setter in a faraway country and even now today if you see him in practice with the kids like he's not a
0: setter can't <laughs> like set you can tell yeah, yeah, a yeah. setter's hands never go away right if if you have to look up the country <laughs> no no but even yeah. no yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no yeah. because
1: what if they really were on a national <laughs> team of a small country no no because that could be real but but the problem is he never he did it he, he never, never did was it because he doesn't have yeah. the hands right <laughs> like yeah, yeah. like I played I played soccer in uh, South America just for fun in a men's league and I used to play a lot of soccer and one of the guys on our team was a 75 year old Guy who played in the World Cup. Okay, he was 75. His name is Marcos Cole in Colombia. He's the only guy in World Cup history to score uh, a goal right off a corner kick. He scored. He shot. Oh, yeah. yeah, he bent it right into the uh, to the corner of the net. He played against Pele. and when i was down this is a long time he must have i I hate i don't know if he's still living but he was old at the time i think he was like in his early 70s this is 20 years ago this is 20 years ago and he was still great (laughs)
2: like he was still Like he couldn't run
1: much but his passing was beautiful and it was just like you know so
2: 75 playing soccer yeah he was
1: he was a midfielder so he just stand there tap the ball the beauty passes like you know just see things right yeah um and that's what i mean about these guys like they don't you still gotta have some skill. Yeah. Like I can still. I'm 48. Uh, I'm 40. 47. 47. And I can still play right pretty well. Like pretty devastating, actually. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Why are you guys
1: laughing? Um, Why are you guys laughing?
2: Uh, something funny on this side of the table. Yeah. Oh. Just happened. Yeah. It was just shared between uh, me and Eric. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> How's it <gonna> um, <laughs> 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 uh
1: a good Anyway, so, no, so, but so the fraud is like, you know, take a look at the, what they're doing in practice and you can, yeah. It. <laughs> it's like that like the tennis instructor, are we talked about a Seinfeld episode where the yeah, tennis yeah. instructor was it? Milos? Milos, Milos. Milos awful yes. at tennis. Yes. Anyway, sorry, Eric, I cut you
3: off.
2: No, I just, I was just thinking what happens if one of these uh coaches, you know, the ones. These shitty ones. What if they end up becoming the club director? Well, that's I've seen that too. Yeah. Ooh, thank you for your money. Oh yes. Well, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> why like, do you give?
1: Why do you give the person uh, an accent? Well, what? I was thinking Milos. Was Milos? Oh, Milos. Eastern? Okay, gotcha. all right Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I have okay. seen the episode. I don't remember. But you're right. He did have an accent. You're right. Was mm-hmm. it slightly Eastern European? Yes, I'm it was. With? Yes, is Milos. That, that, yes, was Milos. Being
1: racist? No, 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 no. I just thought you were because you know, oh. you're a white guy. You have to be careful.
2: Yeah. uh you're outnumbered here brother (laughs) just kidding
1: um i'm like a coconut
2: but 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 think about that if if that person's a coach or a, a parent one year the next year they're a coach Maybe the next year they're a coach. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, why don't I become the club director? Well, see, and then they become the club director. And then their kid is long gone out of the club, but well, they just keep doing it. There's club directors who have no kids in the club. Yeah. So why are well, they there? see,
1: so I've seen people. Are all clubs not for profit? I've seen people try to get into the volleyball business, not succeed. And then they show up a couple of years as club directors
2: because like they like, were yeah
1: they were in the for-profit tried to do the for-profit business yeah. didn't go so well and then the next time they turn up uh, a couple of years later in the club directors and that's a little that's a like little sus
2: why to try yeah why try to reinvent the wheel when they can just easier money yeah, you yeah, have to yeah. advertise with a club just, which which is why it it i think all of these good ideas that we were getting into at the start of this of uh having the disclosure of where the finances are going. Mm -hmm. I think if we were to keep going down, like keep adding more good ideas, like, you know, the, the treasurer meets with a parent financial board. And then you understand that like money's is, it's also going towards the equipment, like new balls and stuff like that. And then a portion of that could be paid off, should be paid off to the treasurer for the work that they're doing for the coaches, the director, whoever else is involved. And then another good idea would be to, if there's a certain portion left, that could also be just saved and put towards the club as an organization, right? And this is how you can actually build up a club, I would think, and then you can use some of that money to actually recruit better coaches, right? And so I'm just like picturing a a club starting out of nothing and then slowly working its way up, right? Mm -hmm. But what this ultimately all ends up pointing towards is a for-profit organization or is a more- I know, that's the thing, yeah something private. with deeper pockets yeah deeper pockets. Yeah. it's just money can get you more stuff but like you have to there there it needs to be used properly the money needs to be it needs to be run like an organization or mm-hmm. a cor- or a company or a cor- corporation i guess you would call it like yeah yeah so,
1: like you mean like all that extra money i think the best thing for all extra money at the end of the year would be like a new porsche mm-hmm.
0: that'd be nice right yeah don't forget the all-important pizza party Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: with gold toppings. Oh. Right. Oh, right. Can you
2: Imagine the director's right. taking like 20000 at the end of the year and he just throws a sweet pizza party for 300 No, no, no. 300 no. I like, the idea. Bucks I, I like the idea of the club director
1: <laughs> throwing a shitty pizza, pizza party but giving out pizza in a fur coat. That would be cool. That would
2: be funny.
0: <laughs> right. He'd up in a limousine. <laughs> yeah. Hummer. Yeah. Hummer. Hummer
2: stretch. To Hummer <laughs> with stacks of pizzas. There you go, guys. There
1: you go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> peace out No, um, <laughs> everybody's just sitting there watching him pull away or her pull away no but I think that uh, I think the problem really that we're sort of you know addressing or it's coming out through this discussion is that some club directors must be making a lot of money and other club directors aren't because Are they're in the same areas yeah right? And if they're not showing you as a parent the numbers, I mean, people have to start demanding this. You are paying customers. Now, you're not just paying like you're not just buying forty dollars things here. You're paying thousands of dollars yeah. to an organization. I think you're within your rights to say, "Do you guys have a printout of what your annual expenses are for the board, even just the board? Yeah. And tournaments. I mean, it shouldn't yeah, be that right, right. Shouldn't be difficult to produce that, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think parents should start to demand that. I think that's you know something that otherwise, why the rate difference in this, especially in the same area? I get it from region to region. I get it if there's a private club versus a, a public, a, you know, a not-for-profit club. Mm-hmm. But I don't get it if there's two not-for-profit clubs in the same area and there's like a couple Massive thousand. Yeah, yeah, like what's what's and, going on? And
0: like you said before, it's better if directors start to get ahead of it because yes, people are going to start is, asking. Yeah. Especially hopefully, after the show.
1: Yeah, hopefully after like, you know, the five or six people watching the show are mm-hmm. relatives. Our mm-hmm. relatives. Yes. Mm-hmm. Before they, you my know, my dad. You d- before Meech's dad mm-hmm. comes after you. Oh
0: man, is he going to be mad? <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: And he has an accent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he does.
0: So you don't want that uh Yeah. Coming down on you Yeah Directors Watch it. Watch it. Meets his dad uh,
1: No but uh, I think it would be A great practice And Like I said Only one reason Why they wouldn't mm-hmm. Right
0: Yeah
2: It's too easy as well Because there's such Gray zone They could just be like Oh we're paying This coach This is a better coach We're paying them more Well what are you paying them Well oh, that's what wow. I'm saying
1: Yeah make make the, so, make, yeah. The, make the
2: Make the list Just yeah. tell us just disclose um, everything, yeah. Yeah, I think
1: most of these not-for-profit clubs, I think, are giving coaches about the same amount of money. Probably, yeah. yeah. A very rare do they splurge for a big-name coach or something like that. They might, uh, but it doesn't happen very often.
2: Because it, if it's a coach who is just a coach, they don't have a kid in that club, they're what is what is that coach's interest they they want yeah. to get more experience and they're going to take the highest paycheck
1: yeah and also i mean you know in fairness like if you are a great coach like you know one of the reasons why i um you know i was coaching for club and for you know regional provincial organizations and then i went private because i knew that the coaching was good and we could i could make some money off that but but i did i i I refuse i didn't i wouldn't go to a a club and demand more money but i have thought of doing the private club before yeah but then i do the problem with that is that then the rich kids get the best lessons and the rich kid and so that's why we that's why yeah, we sort of came yeah. up with this idea to do more free stuff for people online yeah. and if people donate they that's great but if they don't that's cool too because then like it we want to give into like, that well mm-hmm. so it's like how so, could it not so we're running like youth leagues right now and you know there's a lot of kids from different socioeconomic backgrounds that we don't charge a lot for our youth league so they uh, the instructional stuff we put up is free right and it's high level it's going to be good accurate information but it's not in person so that's that's a little thing we can't hold practices with the world on the internet right or could we yeah Hmm. yeah true Hmm. in the metaverse (laughs) (laughs) in the metaverse yeah catch us in the metaverse Hmm. okay something to think about yeah something to think about Oh, I think,
2: I think our phones are going to be having interesting messages for us tomorrow.
1: Why? Right.
2: You know they listen to us? And oh, because be the like, phone's listening to us, yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yes. Selling us Oculus. We'll they, had, they, they have the no Oculus. choice. <laughs> it's be, yeah, yeah, it's going to be headsets sure for problem. sure. <laughs> uh, we'll have pizza and a code ads tomorrow. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> That's horses. Uh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, I think, I think the biggest issue too is that um, parent. the tragedy for me in all of this is not so much the club getting away with whatever or the club being accused of something they're not doing. I think the biggest thing is that the kids are not being able to play, right? There's, um, there's only so many spots in every team. Right. And think of all the kids that are going to be forced out of – volleyball is becoming a sport for the rich kid. You know, you'd never think that because there's no hockey equipment. It's not football equipment. Mm-hmm. It's just some knee pads and some shoes, and you know your uniform and all that. And then the costs are just like how many kids do you think miss out on volleyball? I saw a post just this, just this week about a parent they can't afford to do club, so they're they're going to have to bail or or go to a, a much uh, cheaper club mm-hmm. where the kids. You know, there's an image among the kids That that's the worst club in the area Uh, All her friends are on this other club team But she can't afford Her parents can't afford that club team You Mm. know what I mean?
2: Yeah, Yeah, that's that's sad Yeah
1: It's crappy, right? And that's where clubs Some clubs do a great job, by the way Of having a You know, like you were talking about that extra money at the end of the year. Sometimes they use that as a thing. I mean, it's so good. You know, the club that we were talking about that charges like 750 bucks a year and they haven't changed that rate in five years. Mm -hmm. They even have a thing, a process where a parent, if it's financial need, they can either get it covered or not be charged.
0: Yeah, that's huge. That's awesome, right? Uh,
1: So if, you know, we don't want this episode to be about all the clubs are stealing our money. Um, yeah, because it, it's very well possible that there are expenses that we're not seeing. I, I am in the volleyball world, by the way, so I do know about expenses, and I know the differences between private rates and public rates or not-for-profit rates. I know not-for-profit rates for gyms typically in most areas are very low. Mm-hmm. That's why we're talking about this. But uh, in the... Uh, what, are, what are some things... I guess there's a couple of different things. Like, so what are some things clubs can do to raise funds, but also what are ways that parents can help fund volleyball any ideas or thoughts that you could jump well, to
2: Well I, I guess before i give a uh, give out an idea i would think that or what do you guys think most clubs are being reasonable with with money and they're not like trying to skim too much to for self-profit like i would tend to think the majority of clubs are like that
1: we would hope but i i think the majority of clubs yes but i still think that you know anytime you know people are people are people and when there's a chance, and you see, I think there's a yeah,
2: and it's when it's left vague in in this gray yes. zone, then that's where someone will get a bad idea, or they'll think you're taking too much as a director, even though you probably are taking a reasonable amount. But if you don't disclose it, you're going to allow it to turn into that sour thing. So that again, or you're a scumbag who's taking too much, or you're a scumbag because who's taking it's too, too much. tempting. It's very right. tempting. But if you are taking some, you're not disclosing it. You should start to do that now because it's just a better practice. And mm-hmm. but yeah, that's okay so ideas ideas would be
1: for a club or for indi- or for family
2: i guess mm-hmm. for the family to save money for, yeah like is for there like so
1: well there's two different types of ways right so let, what are some ways the club can offset costs for families mm. and then two what if you're a family who's trying to afford club volleyball what are some things you can do mm-hmm. you have know, to raise money
2: mm-hmm. yeah well i i mean i like that idea all these great ideas require a lot of organization in the club and if they are able to have a surplus at the end of the year it's great to be able to save that and especially have it as a priority to help families get get their kid to play if if they can't afford it like that is that's that's that's, that's awesome so, yeah
1: to use the surplus to help so that's a good easy yeah. one and and i think most people um most most clubs have something like that but it's tricky for a parent sometimes too, though. Eh? Like I was worried about that when I was teaching. Cause they don't want to. Well, yeah, and also yeah, like yeah. when I was teaching, we'd have things like that for kids mm-hmm. too, but. You know what kid wants to it's very the stigma attached with right. asking for help in our society especially financial help is very embarrassing for even well, adults
2: right if it's going to be done you would hope that it's done it's between just that parent and yeah it's very private no yeah. one else knows about it
1: yeah oh yeah i agree yeah there's confidential ways of doing it but you um, know it takes a lot for a parent to sometimes get to that yeah, point but hopefully sure. hopefully they they can do it for their kid That's the one thing that might pull you over the edge is, hey, my kid can't do this because we hit a rough spot, especially coming out of COVID, right? So many people lost so much money.
2: But it's also because I would think that that parent, they're they're doing the best that they can. And like say they were able to pay the full fee for the last three, four years, just this one year. Like that means if they're not able to pay it, that means everything is super, super tight for them, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that they're like, they're trying their best. Maybe they did lose their job or something like so. It would be, it would be difficult for the parent to ask, but it also I'm maybe it's got them fired up as well to to fix whatever I, I mean I'm sure they are trying to fix the position that they're in right to yeah. come back and be able to provide again. Right? Yeah. Like,
1: sometimes it's just beyond people's control, right? And,
2: yeah. And pride is such a
1: you know difficult thing. Like it's hard to go ask for help, you know, for people. Yeah. You know? What
0: what's a typical club season would you say on average like lengthwise or lengthwise, price? lengthwise yeah lengthwise eight eight months right yeah probably so probably eight, something yeah. the <coughs> the club in uh, industry could do is provide a, a payment plan because not all tournaments are yeah. done at once mm-hmm. so perhaps um, uh, directors and, and coaches can provide yeah. something where it can be a portion of time yeah yeah
1: yeah, and they do. Some clubs do that. That's true. Some clubs do it's offer that, but off. not all clubs. Not Season all clubs hour. do. Yeah. I think sometimes clubs get into. I, I've heard of like horrific things, uh, like clubs forcing people to pay uh, now once, or commit yeah. to a lump sum all at once. Yeah, you're right. I think that'd be great if more clubs could adopt that. The problem. You know it's so weird because it ties in with so much toxic stuff too. Like they'll like okay, the first people who pay get their
2: spot. Yeah, not cool. Because the club, well, because they know,
1: but it's also their way of locking up the best players and to, and again, so one thing. Money,
2: money isn't needed right up front. All you need is just to register in the league and then the first tournament. But the rest is.
1: Yeah, but see, they know they use it as a way to control the parent again, right? Like the parent who's desperate for their kid to get on that that high level club or that club with the best image. Yeah, and then it's just part of their game again, right? That whole toxic game. I, I would tell parents that honestly, if any club is pressuring you to pay, mm-hmm. um, that uh, and I saw this in a Facebook post, and we uh, volleybally we wrote a comment to that just to say, if that club is pressuring you in that weird way. Um, That remember I always like the line how you do anything is how you do everything. Yeah, Uh, run from that club because that's just a small little red flag of what they're gonna be like in other areas of their operations, right? Yeah, if they're slimy scumbags forcing you to pay, and I think it was like, I think this one this the one story that I read was that this this daughter whose mom was sick couldn't attend the practice that day, Mm -hmm. they pressured her daughter to sign. Her agreement and it was like a huge financial commitment and th- without the mother there mm-hmm. and then uh they eventually wanted and they had to sign it before the end of the night like before they no no you can't leave here without signing this thing she signed it and then they ended up wanting to play for another club where a bunch of other players were and then the club director was suing that mom for like five thousand dollars u.s too, because her daughter signed it which isn't even legal it's by not way. It's even, yeah not, I don't even know I think 16 is the legal age for a lot of contract signing but but it was a bizarre situation but and I you know the comment that we made was like yeah just get away from that club like yeah. that that everybody in that everybody around that situation should just bail on that club cuz that's going to be that's who they are like I, we've seen club directors like this too right that's why i think most people have a story of club directors that
2: You know know of a lot of horror stories. We know of a lot
1: of club directors (laughs) that are just, you know, very weird and very in it for the wrong reasons. So it wouldn't shock me at all. Like I think we all, everybody listening to this probably knows of a club director in their area who's a little bit weird or shady or rude or crazy. And they've been doing it for like 30 years. Of course, that person's skimming money off the top. I'm sorry, but they are. Yeah. (laughs) They are. And uh, you could say they're entitled to it or not, but we don't know. We don't know. So uh, hopefully uh, parents can come, like we said, come to that idea of some form of, can we get a sheet, a fact sheet? Uh, but we want to get to sorry. I got too far off the topic of fundraising it's, ideas for right. parents or clubs. Yeah,
2: it's just uh, I'm off topic again. It just seems like such an unregulated industry. It is like it's just a wild west type thing. Well, and why right? Like, like, what, like, and what happens with with unregulated industries?
1: They get flooded with people looking to make a buck. And here yeah. we are. Look yeah. at the volleyball world. It's because you it
2: you like uh, and parents they're they're not gonna they might be with that club that one year and then they'll go to the next one for whatever reason and so like as long as like you will flipping high turnover rate you can do all this shady stuff and everything just gets hidden everything gets forgotten about and the next thing you know your kid is old enough they're already out of club and they've moved on with their life and then you've forgotten about all of those thousands of dollars <laughs> that were just like lost, no? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a really... It's, it's a, an inter- a hit and run. It can yeah. be.
1: Yeah. No, no. That's exactly what it's like because it's so hectic and you're running. And yeah. You're, you're just trapped in this world. of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you, and then you wake up four years later <laughs> and your wallet's gone. <laughs> you're like, what happened? I was... My, are you still playing? You're not playing? <laughs> it
2: can't... And it's probably not... It can't be just volleyball. I'm sure it's like hockey yes, or all yes, these other sports, yes. right? Like...
1: Yeah, I think that volleyball's growth, though, is so fast right now because, you know, concussions and other sports are all leaving soccer. They're going into volleyball. They're leaving football. They're going into volleyball. Uh, A lot of them are leaving hockey and going into volleyball. That I think the growth is so fast that it's like. Almost, yeah. it Like you said, Wild West is—I think—is it?
2: It's they want they want the kid on to be in a team. Where it's hard to get a spot. Therefore, that is, and that pressure is what allows these clubs to do these you know skeezy things with money. Oh, mm-hmm. first come to
1: or or just not create the cart like not create Sign up the list.
2: now and get. Two extra volleyballs or something <laughs> <weird> <laughs> yeah. that you're gonna pay for, anyways. <laughs> hey, you want to
1: play volleyball? Come play volleyball for Crazy Vinny. We got volleyball. You like volleyballs? We got volleyballs. Meech, Tell them about the why, volleyballs. Why are you doing oh, that we accent? Got we got red volleyballs Blue volleyballs. volleyballs, volleyballs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right, Eric. Hey, Eric, you can't call me out on the accent. Hey, okay? hey why are you brown. <laughs> doing
2: voices of white people, man? <laughs> no, I didn't. didn't. You were doing Italian. Mediterranean. No,
1: I was not. That was that was Brooklyn.
0: Oh. Get your dialects oh, yeah, together You're <laughs> being racist <laughs>
1: Eric tries to call out racism Gets labeled racist <laughs> Oh yeah I just assumed all yeah. those guys are Italian gonna uh, my mic Yeah I forget Buddhists Let's go back to Buddhists <laughs> That was episode the Episode of Eric Episode uh, 3 Yeah episode 3
2: I'll never forget
1: uh, Buddhists are all monks <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Anyway, Go back and listen to that one so. Tell us what you think in the comments <laughs> What do you think guys? How racist are is Buddhists? <laughs> I'm, a, we're, I'm becoming a social media influencer uh-huh. <laughs> Tell us what you think in the comments Because <laughs> cause I, I think you're an idiot And you don't know what an algorithm is <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you know what I'm talking about? You know how every YouTuber says asks a stupid question yeah. in their video like, and well, answer me, no, answer me in the comments. What do you, what's your favorite volleyball color? <laughs> and then I hope that everybody will run to the comments section like anything. I like volleyballs that are blue. <laughs> and then uh and then they don't know that I'm just increasing uh, engagement. <laughs> like if I said, Do you think club volleyball rates are too high? Tell us what you think in the comments. <laughs> Homie don't play that.
0: It's just wrong.
1: I'm not going to insult our audience's intelligence. All right. Well that's because I think our audience is the best audience in the world. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Every (laughs) single family and friends.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Every
1: (laughs) single No, see don't you understand? I I I actually said that our audience was intelligent and then I like said, you know, empty Mm -hmm. compliments. Like, you know, like yeah. you know, when, when someone says, this audience mm-hmm. is great looking, and they all start clapping.
0: We are great looking. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're off topic. My
1: sister <laughs> would like that. Your sister? <laughs> yes. <laughs> your sister would like that we said she's good looking?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. She'll like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your sister's a good looking woman. There you go it's just family and friends watching, right? So. Mm-hmm.
1: It's time we told you, Amici. <laughs> I'm your father.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that doesn't
2: even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> <He didn't even laughs> oh,
0: maybe you have to be your mother. And I'm older. Anyway.
1: <laughs> oh, well, I didn't say I was good at math, <laughs> just at making love. Okay, so
2: anyway, uh, any further ideas for fundraising? Yeah,
1: clubs, uh, yeah. parents. Well, what could so well, I think payment plans? That, payment plans are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that clubs should I, they have access to these gyms, right? And they have access to a volleyball community. I don't know why they don't do more fun
2: um i mean we in high school we did uh the bakery and stuff or the bakery um you know you just cut me off right in the middle of a sentence. yeah i did because i wasn't listening to and them, i talk too much i do yeah it's a problem what's it called <laughs> i can't even remember a
1: bakery we you opened a high school volleyball no. bakery
2: <laughs> where you just uh sold bread <laughs> Everyone like would bake stuff or get their mom to bake stuff. Oh, Bring a bake all sale! That. There a you go. Sale. Remember, I couldn't remember oh, wristband. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember bake sale. Wow, I'm oh, the youngest one out of all yes. too. No. But uh, and then and then like the car wash and stuff like that, right? But outside of those two, I mean, just get creative. And I'm sure there's lots of ways to fundraise. Well, the uh, uh, local college team they do uh, they just host tournaments because I mean the college team is already getting a good rental fee on the college's facilities. Yeah, right? that's
1: what I was saying when you interrupted me, is that Oh, um, well, these I'll club say teams it. have so these <laughs> club teams <laughs> keep going. they get a good rate, right? Because uh
2: they're already locked in. And uh so they can throw tournaments and they can throw a lot of fun tournaments like Coed and Reverse and stuff like that.
1: That's a great idea. Eric.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> and uh actually I think what they did is they threw two of those tournaments, to reverse. They did some other stuff as well. And then I think they used it to do a trip out west.
1: And do you want to maybe tell people uh, what reverse is because they don't know what the hell you're mm. talking about?
2: Reverse. It's a fun fo- uh, co-ed volleyball format. Probably <laughs> nice. Well, I'll. Why is it <laughs> called reverse though? Well, I'm not done talking with oh, this guy. Sorry, sorry. As soon as someone else starts talking too much, he just like goes crazy. So you admit you're talking too much? Oh. Yeah, I'm talking too much. Okay, yeah, so females play front court, males play back court. And you play on a women's height net. That's pretty much it.
1: And guys have to hit behind the attack line.
2: Well, because they're in backcourt, yeah. So that's part of the rules of volleyball. They we, do they rotate her? I'm not going to insult the they, intelligence do of they our ro- audience. <laughs> <laughs> and no, they do not rotate. Oh, they don't rotate. What a neat thing you to You want forget? me to explain every little detail of a reverse here? What's the
1: dimensions of the court? <laughs> Uh, uh, Fosse, fos- fos- <laughs> uh, remember that? Uh, yeah. Um, that's Jim Carrey. Uh, okay, so yeah, I said yeah. Club teams have access to these gyms, so they should organize some events. Did now, you I say get, that? Uh, that's what I was saying when you interrupted me. Okay. With your uh, your bake car wash. <laughs> I, was
2: thinking ba- I was thinking bake off. I uh, was like, bake well, off doesn't, like <laughs> doesn't bake not
1: traditionally a, a good money maker. Are they bake like off getting high or like <laughs> 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 bake off. Yeah. Bake off. Or bake. <laughs> sounds like an insult there. Um, no, but. Uh, so the the club, so rather than raising rates on parents, wouldn't it be great if a club was like, hey, there's more expenses this year, so we're going to run some events. Or extort parents. <laughs> extort <laughs> 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 Oh, That's your nice, kid yeah. can leave practice. All right. <laughs> That's not a good way to raise money, because the whole idea is it doesn't want to come out of too many... Fa- I mean, you probably have families who could help. That's the nice thing about a bake sale or a tournament, if you organize a family thing, is that the Parents who have the money can actually contribute and it's a nice less uh, intimidating like we talked about embarrassing way to assist maybe you can offset costs for everybody right and people who feel
2: like they want to contribute more but maybe they haven't been able to financially they can offer offer their time and their commitment and stuff. Yeah. and stuff, yeah. more team bonding and like the parents get involved with, yeah so it's just it deepens the the connection with everyone probably yeah
1: it's like a win-win-win thing where parents can play with kids in a fun tournament yeah people can participate pay a low fee and then the club can ne- then use that money to uh, to not ask for a raise and fees to uh, to parents so that's a good way to offset it for the club I think that's the key because you could argue well the club doesn't need to raise money because we can just charge more and that's sort of what they They've been doing the past few yeah years is just raising the prices. Why why don't you use your access to gym time into that big chunk of the volleyball community to do something that that just lowers the rates for everybody because I know we organize tournaments and events all the time for charities. Yeah. And um it raises a, yeah. a lot of money. It raises a lot of money in in one day that that would really be great for kids, right? And uh we're talking about actually part of the thing like I'd like to do is start to raise have events where all the money goes towards youth volleyball, or like people could apply if they can't afford club rates, because kind of like you know. Or even in our own programs, so, like you know, you literally have more kids play for free uh, in our programs. So I think that'd be that'd be great. So, how, how
0: about this, too? Um, even if you provide a tournament where uh, the club gets a chance to look towards what could be coming, like it's open to everybody. And then the clubs get a chance to look at future players. Oh, so like just youth players? Yeah,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, exactly. They are starting to do like uh, some clubs are running like learn to play programs and leagues that we used to do, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as a good way to do that, they are getting yeah. those early kids. And yeah, that yeah. that's a good one that they are doing. Some clubs are, some yeah. clubs aren't. Some clubs do. Again, it, it matters on how many. It matters how many people are, you know, able to assist with that stuff, right? And also. Um, Sometimes again, you, when a club runs stuff like that, though, we also wonder where's the money going, mm-hmm. because the rate the rates don't change. Some of these clubs that do that stuff, they're charging a lot of money. Some of the clubs, uh, clubs that we talked about mm-hmm. in our area that are charging a lot, they're also running these other programs, and yet the rates aren't going down. So, yeah. is it just a profit generating thing for that? You know? Oh yeah, sorry. If you get if you get an admin team in there, and they all are like, hey, look at all the money coming in. You know, people can be and that's where people get weird, right? And they're all like, hey, if we just stay here and we can all give yeah, ourselves yeah. X amount of dollars.
2: Because it, it it seems like a good a good idea, even if the club doesn't necessarily need extra money, like maybe they're already getting enough through their initial fee, it seems like a good idea just to do these fundraising events anyways. But if you're if you are gonna do them, at least do them with respect to the people that you're offering this for. It's like, hey, this is a fundraiser tournament. Like we're hosting an adult fundraiser tournament. Uh, so the the point of it is to raise funds for the club, and then, you know, uh, we plan to send our 14U team to this uh, exhibition tournament at the beginning of the season. Or maybe maybe it's the it's it probably would be the 14U team who specifically is the team organizing and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And then the other thing they can do is, um, again, if there's money left over or whatever, they can put it aside for I don't know. That money can be used for future fundraising stuff right where the whole organization is getting I don't know more equipment I don't know things that can just But uh, this all, yeah, it all keeps leading to that problem. of If extra money keeps building up, where is it always being pocketed? Yeah, that's the thing. And then who's in control of it? Again,
1: that should be on some sort of financial statement at the end of the year. It's almost
2: like if that 14U club team made money, they should just use all of it for the trip. That's the best way. Mm -hmm, almost. mm -hmm. You know, don't like give a cut of it to the director to here's a contribution to the club because. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing, but I think we keep
1: going back to that transparency idea. Eh? Yeah, like I don't know why clubs aren't giving that. I, I would right now, and this it, it's coming, like it's definitely coming, right? This and I bet age. you
2: people would flock to that club model. I think so too. Like, right? if, if again, if, if all these checks are in place, like quality coaches, transparency, and just like uh, bringing it to them <laughs> without them having to request. Mm-hmm. I also said too, like. I think that there's, not like, so let's suppose you got 12 kids on your
1: club team. I also said, like, I think a lot of parents, again, just to take it to a different, like, so if you were publishing all the numbers and you said, oh, here's what we pay our coach. Mm-hmm. And if that number was a little bit higher for a high-level coach, I think there'd be a lot of parents on board with that. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think they'd be that upset. Like, you know, going back to that earlier point about would they be upset when they see the number that the director's making or the coach is making or the treasurer's getting a little bit of a, a stipend or whatever, right? Um, I don't think they would be upset with that. If, if that's they, a if good place with but the problem is, what the if, what if the coach sucks? Well, right, what if the coach sucks and then you see that they're getting X amount of dollars? <laughs> and then you're like, fuck, <laughs> like you know what I mean? I think that that it'll open the door for that. But you know what? In the fairness, when you open those doors, it makes you as a club better too, because you now you're worried about people seeing this number. And if we better make yeah. sure that's a person worthy of that number mm-hmm. or we better make sure that number is worthy of that person or whatever, it right? seems
2: like you're recruiting for that coaching position each year like even though they coach this year it doesn't mean they're guaranteed to be doing it the next year mm-hmm. and right? also like, and just I guess maybe the because blo- if some other coach hears it sorry I cut you off no 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 that's okay if they hear about it they're like oh man like that coach is getting paid 3000 more than I am and I'm way better They that's, that's interesting like, yeah. maybe don't they know. don't want that but, again, I think it all goes back to, like,
1: transparency is never a bad thing. That's what, right? yeah. It, 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 well, The only thing it can do is force the organization to be better. Yeah. Force the person it, to be better. Can force it forces a
0: competition as well. Yeah. So if, if, if uh, an organization is willing to pay a, a coach a, a certain amount and another coach feels, oh, that's high. Then they may want to go to that yeah. organization. And say, yeah, um, I'm better, and uh, I can prove why. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and, and maybe that's what clubs are running from. They don't want that situation. They don't like competing with other clubs. <laughs> no, Rachel, right you're yeah. like in the good coach, bad coach. We talked about where they intentionally scheduled tryouts, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: unpublicized tryouts on a day they knew the other club. Like that's so st- petty, that, right?
2: Yeah, but I. You would end up, uh, if it was run, this is like maybe we're creating the ideal club system here. You would beat them not only on the court, but you would be beating them in the organization of the organization. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm seeing this like in our area here, not to name names, but I'm seeing one club that used to be the <laughs> king of the castle kind of uh, de- degrading, falling off a little bit. And I'm seeing another club that's a little bit younger, but they're super organized, you know, give back checks, same Mm, club at the end mm. of the year, if there's extra money, um, doing all those youth things that we talked about, like, you know, integrating into the community much more so than the other club, and they're just passing them in the social Mm -hmm. media world, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They're just on social media, they're... Promoting themselves better, they—they seem to be. If they were a club in our area, I would almost think that they were the type of club that would be transparent too. Like they would, I could see them coming out with this idea we're talking about of, here's exactly where our money spent because they gave back money at the end yeah. of the year, right? The other club would, you know, you're unhappy, too bad. We we'll keep your money, get lost. That's sort of what they're like, right? Mm-hmm. And that never wins in the long term. So, um. You know, I'm, I'm hoping clubs will understand that they can do a lot to r- offset poverty, right? Help parents, not poverty, but help parents who are struggling to pay the bills. Yeah, uh, A club that does that will win. And if they mix that with, uh, you know, and coming up with those, you know, opportunity, like fundraising things we talked about. And if they mix that with transparency, I hope that's where we're headed. I think we have to be, though, right? I know with this show, like, we'd love to give ourselves credit for sparking this idea of parents Mm -hmm. demanding things from clubs Mm -hmm. but um, I think that it's coming anyway
2: well it's either that or a regulating body steps in and then what's the better option I would like transparency would be I would think right Mm -hmm. because you don't want to as soon as regulations come in now you have to end up paying fees to that just to keep that thing going right or the public humiliation
1: don't forget, like, we live in a social media world. Mm-hmm. So, if something gets out yeah one day about, wow, look at this club director's got a whatever, right? Gold pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy eats gold pizza. Then, yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing that, so that, yeah. club directors, because a lot of these guys were raised in a different time. Yeah. And they're operating in a new time. And, um, you know, when you, um, you know, when you... it be karma coming back. Yeah, it could be, yeah. You know, kind of, um, we're seeing it across society in a lot of ways, right? Where people are paying the price for past... Uh, you grew yeah. up in the wrong era, and now they're like, oh, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean you
2: contract my phone? Is is there uh That was a good joke. <laughs> um. Thank you, Eric. Is, is there, is there you a... You as well. <laughs> is there a sport... Um, other than volleyball, that does this well.
1: No, Meach.
2: Volleyball is the best. Yep. There's your answer. Why
1: don't you go, oh on, yeah. to, don't you go on a podcast about other sports?
2: No, but like, I can't. I can't think of one. So. Yeah,
1: good because you're on volleyball. It's okay. not
2: hockeyology or golfology or f- footballology. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. There are, there are sports? Well, I think I think sports that have had success longer, right? Like volleyball is a kind of a new, exploding yeah. sport. I'm sure that I mean. Well, we're seeing something in Canada. Hockey Canada going through a bit of a, a, little bit of a nasty spell right now. You guys know about that? No. Oh no, you didn't hear about it? <laughs> no. We're know, volleyball
0: focused.
1: Yeah, we're volleyball. Yeah, me too. But uh, I I hear things. <laughs> oh okay. yeah. I keep my ear to the
2: ground we'll talk about it off air
3: no no it's okay it's just hockey
1: canada has a bit of a scandal right now and mm. they're really trying to uh yeah the world junior tournament a few years ago they had like a bit of a sex scandal and uh players were accused of things and hockey canada was accused of brushing the incident under the rug sweeping it i guess you don't brush it under the rug you <laughs> sweep it under the rug <laughs> brush it <laughs> sweeping it under the rug and f- using like taxpayer dollars to help Ooh. Cover up the thing. is uh, So I don't want to speak about because maybe it wasn't, uh, yeah, you knowing uh, our luck. One of our three listeners is a lawyer for Hockey Canada or something. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, so you would think, I think it's, I think that, I don't think there's something, I don't think it's about a matter of I like someone doing it better. I think this is, we're getting into the nature of humanity, right? Yeah. And anytime people are dealing with lots of money, you got, Dirt bags, and you have ethical people.
2: Mostly and ethical people.
1: I would like to believe there's mostly, yeah, I mostly ethical people. I 100% yeah. I agree with you. I think that we remember, though, the, we, the dirt bags, yeah. and they really stand out. So it skews our perception to think there's more dirt bags. But yeah. then again.
0: We want it to <laughs> remain the pure, clean sport that it is. And, yeah. and these type of discussions help with that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's really nice, Meach which is really nice i believe that i believe that. Yeah. <laughs> that's me summing up tone that means that is. i gotta go <laughs> <laughs> you can always tell <laughs> <laughs> that and your uh you turned on your car with your remote starter uh no yeah i think that um yeah, if clubs can be more transparent, assist. And then for parents, for their own fundraising, the last thing we'll probably talk about is what can parents do to offset costs themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a tricky one. That's a tricky one. I mean, shop around. I think, like, you know, th- I always like to tell parents, too, that your 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 goal here is to have your kid playing, by the way, right? Mm-hmm. As much as possible. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to be with the expensive club. They don't have to be with the great club. They just need to be getting a lot of reps yeah. and there's an argument to be made. I mean, Malcolm Gladwell talked about this too, about the idea of students who go to Harvard and do mediocre versus students who go to like a lower level school and do really well. Yeah, uh, There's something to be said for being the big fish in a small pond. Right, like if you're going to get playing time at a smaller club, your kids going to get more playing time. Right. That's all that matters, mm-hmm. right? Like some parents always, I, I see this too. This question shows up on social media. Like, you know, they'll be willing to spend a fortune to go play for that high-ranking club,
2: but then they well, won't. what are the reasons to? Well, yeah. because of the cachet,
1: right? The cachet, and that's the big, that's the big club, the and that's where the big coaching is. But and
2: if your if your kid has better friendships at the cheaper one, yeah, you know, like or again. again more experience and more playing time yeah yeah and that's what it's about because otherwise yeah. you're wasting years yeah
1: yeah and it's touches right we know as athletes so parents if you don't know this your kid will just get better by more reps yeah so the place where they will get more reps is good now i agree if there's a toxic coach in one place and your kid's going to play a lot there you might not you don't want to go there it's always always pick the better coach i think if you know their personality and you know the vibe but mm-hmm. but um like we, we've done this like so this year my daughter could have played at some bigger clubs uh but she wanted to go play with her old friends at one of the clubs she played a few years ago she likes the team the coach is very positive knows his stuff and so that's where she's gonna go and she's gonna get more reps at that club so yeah. she's gonna also get to play uh another position that she wants to play more so that's what she's going to do. She's going to follow the fun, right? Yeah. Not the image. It's a smaller club. It's further out of town. We don't care. I always like my kids being away from noise. Anyway, I think more parents should be like, you know, be wary of the, the loud glitzy club because they they have you on a, on a bit of a string there. Right. And you might be breaking the bank to go there. Yeah. And even if your kid, like teach your kid not to be so into the image, by the way. Right. Mm-hmm. Teach your kid to go get reps, go get touches it's a long game volleyball right and um you uh you just want to go somewhere where you can develop and have fun and mm-hmm. and again especially if it's finding like that was one of the posts that i read that one about the girl that that wasn't the parents were talking about quitting volleyball because the daughter didn't want to go play for the smaller club that was less far less expensive mm-hmm. they, she wanted to play with her friends at this other club but that's the thing where you gotta teach your kid right like that life is tricky sometimes and, yeah and we're just gonna go here and you're you're going to get better right yeah. everybody thinks that it's be all end all here there my kid's gonna suck if they're not on this team with that coach you know
2: yeah like uh, i don't know i think the fun element is huge like you know if they like their teammates um i I think that yeah it's yeah huge. it's priceless yeah
1: that's that's the most important thing otherwise they will hate the sport too right those big clubs, often those pricey clubs, can have a lot of stress in them, a lot of game playing, a lot of politics. Yeah. So there is an added advantage financially and emotionally, everything. If you just go to, away from the noise and uh,
0: be willing to pay less. Yeah. And if yeah. you're, if you're having fun, you're playing free, uh, not financially, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, playing know. loose. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. And learning.
1: Yeah. Cool. Okay. So I think the biggest thing that came out of this show. Uh, if we were to sum it up was that financial card like i I think if clubs start to get on that be a little more transparent parents should maybe start demanding that they are paying customers here Mm. and uh, start thinking like i I like the idea of the condo board
2: yeah get the conversation going even like if you have a relationship with the coach just start it there because then maybe the coach is one degree closer to the club administration right mm-hmm. maybe. and
1: maybe and maybe the parents like start talking among parents yeah like you know yeah. i
2: think that way it's
1: almost has that uh union feel to it you're, there's you're, strength in yeah. numbers here right
2: in a way you're entitled to know these things and you don't yeah you shouldn't feel sh- like ashamed or embarrassed to be asking like it's yeah or that uh,
1: you're imposed like yeah you know if, if a club here's another great thing if a club is going to treat you uh worse because you ask these questions yeah, there's the tell- there's it's, your red flag the that yeah, that yeah, club yeah. probably is one up to the yeah, no that's good. such <laughs> a red flag man yeah <laughs> and, and two <laughs> that uh, they're not uh, the right club mentality wise uh, ethics you know um, you know because that's what we would teach our kids right if yeah. uh, you don't yeah. want friends like that right Oh friends who notice that stuff aren't really friends so let's remember that about our club teams too
0: and being involved enough to say that you know maybe, as a uh, well-to-do parent maybe the other parents aren't uh aren't the, in the same position mm-hmm. so you know explore coaches um explore with uh, for unity saying that hey you know um i know that i have this you know business acumen or i can do something uh to help raise funds for team just explore it and see um how um, directors coaches go towards that right that's know. true
1: too see how they react to that stuff too yep yeah. Yeah, yeah as well yeah agreed all right guys well that was another great show meach i guess your cool. uh your gas is wasting outside Would your, your yeah i rack, really so. should <laughs> <keep going there. laughs>
2: the weird thing is meach
1: rode his bike here so that's oh strange.
2: Mm. hey that's my fault i showed up late so, so sorry guys okay. i'll bring you I'll, I'll bring like you it? a golden pizza yes next week. Oh. golden
1: pizza Thank God, dude. I, think I did. was glad, glad you said pizza after
2: that. That was gonna say pineapple, golden shower. Okay, see you later, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's the big idea?